this podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to viewers and audience. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right, and you tuned in to the Viewers Anonymous podcast, where we give you takes and reviews of movies and TV straight out of Hollywood. What's going on with you, my guy? Man, can't call it. Just another day, you know what I'm saying, above ground, so that's always a good day. But, you know, just chilling, man. Had to, uh, had a day off yesterday. Had to, uh, had to take my youngest to the dentist, you know what I'm saying, chip the tooth, and mm. you know what I'm saying, I had to get that tooth up out of there. But, you know, it was the day <laughs> off, which... <laughs> ended up being a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. So I go in today. Dude told me like, cause I've been having a problem with my battery and shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, it's only did it like twice, like the last two weeks, where like you know what I'm saying, I needed like a jump to get started. Yeah. Dude was like, yeah, battery finally died yesterday when I was running your route yesterday. So he was like, yeah, wow. he was like, I was, he was like, he was like, I was down for like thirty minutes, and then you know they came and gave me a jump, but they replaced the battery this morning, so I dodged the bullet yesterday because I, w- I would have been sitting on, I'd have been sitting at a stop, man, waiting on them to give me a jump. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, so I kind of dodged the bullet a little bit. But how about you, man? How you feeling? Man, I am feeling a okay, brother. Slow motion is going on this way. Everything is good. Um, man, you know. I can't really complain, man. Everything is all right for me. What's up, man? Good to hear, man. Yeah. So, um, this is, uh, one of those episodes, ladies and gentlemen, that, um, you know what I'm saying? We like to do because this gives us a chance to show love to, um, some of the greatest members of Hollywood who don't necessarily always get the shine that they are uh, supposed to get or that we feel that they're supposed to get. But we ended up, you know what I'm saying, coming up with something to, you know what I'm saying, like a lot of people say, give them their flowers. Um, and today we are doing what we uh, feel like is one of the best actors in Hollywood. This dude has been doing it for a very long time. Um, he's been in some of your favorite movies. He's been some of your favorite characters sometimes. And, man, listen, he has a catalog, you know what I'm saying, to go with all of the accolades um, along with it. And today we are talking about the great Don Cheeto, man. Um, this dude is this dude is different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know a lot of guys who can have the type of... Um, who can have the type of career he's had. And also... You know, I don't know a lot of people who have who has the range that he has. And who would know that a dude from Kansas City, Missouri would be able to come out here, you know what I'm saying, and, and pretty much put together a I mean, I hate to go to sports, but I mean that's really the easiest for me, a Hall of Fame career like he's had, man. Um what are, you know? What I'm saying, like, what? How do you feel about Don Cheadle, and like, what do you think he brings to the screen? Um, first and foremost, I mentioned this <clears throat> on the coming soon. I just think that a guy like him, which it, it's it's like for some odd reason, it's just like his name always slips your mind. You know, he's he's one of those guys who, you know, like you mentioned from. Kansas City, Missouri, but he moved around a lot as a kid. Um, but, you know, with his mom being a teacher and his dad being a clinical psychiatrist, like, that's wild. But with them being, you know, quote unquote, educators and educated, you can see how someone like Don Chino could be, can really come off of a screen as far as he comes off as educated. Like he comes off as a person who can be diverse and go into different roles and nothing can seem to be out of, of his range. Mm-hmm. I think that that background really helps him out a lot because coming from, you know, parents like that, you're not surprised that, you know, he ended up going to college for four years. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's not surprising. I mean, coming right. from, 
that type of upbringing is, is you know, I mean, going to uh, the California Institutes of Arts, you know, he already knew what he wanted to do. Like, I was listening to an interview where he said that, you know, he was doing a play. Um, I think he said when he was 10, he said he was doing Charlotte's Web. And he was just talking about, like, even back then, like, the teacher that, like, was, you know, the drama teacher or whatever, whatnot, you know, they had a degree in this stuff. Like, like they actually did, like, theater and shit like that. And so then yeah. he was, like, when I was in high school, <clears throat> he was, like, his uh his teacher in high school was, like, in the business. Mm-hmm. So with him having that type of stuff so early, you can see how his career can get kicked off as fast as it did. Yeah. And with him being – and I think that doing it makes him so diverse because, I mean, you you know this better than me. Like, this dude can play, like, a straight-up gangster, and then he can play, like, a straight-up, like, activist. Like, mm-hmm. he's all over the spectrum. And, like, mm-hmm. I have not seen a role that he could not do. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, for me, man, it's like the to me, his most impressive work is when you see him in a role that you you know you don't usually see him or or you wouldn't usually see him in. Like for me, the um when he did the Oceans franchise and he was in that. Or you know what I'm saying, when he did um <clears throat> excuse me, when when he did uh the TV show about the um, about the radio guy. Uh, I think it was show, was it Showtime or HBO. I thought you're not talking about Talk to Me, are you? Yeah, is That's that the movie? movie? That's a what's movie. The, what's the show he did on? Um... Oh my goodness, what is that show? Well, I know he did a show. He did a lot of me, which he was he he wasn't a radio host though. Um, he did. Yeah, it's um, not, not. I'm not. Tell, I'm not saying. You're not talking about been, Black Monday, are you? Yeah, he Black Monday. He, he wasn't a radio host. He, dude, he was in Wall Street. Wall Street. Okay, okay, that's what it was. So I'm just saying, like, even even something like that, like you don't expect to see him in those type of roles. Um, but you know, what I'm saying anything that he usually does, he he brings a he brings a like a, a sort of pizzazz to it. Like for me, seeing him, um, seeing him replace. Terrence Howard in the MCU, you know what I'm saying, and playing Rhodey, you know what I mean. Um, the basically the right hand man to Tony Stark, even him in that role, that's man. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't expect <clears throat> to see Don Cheadle in there, and then like to to know like as he's older, so for him to play that role too, like that's also. You know what I'm saying? A, a different thing. And then to see him continuing to be able to get that role and, and keep that role going. Like he has moments throughout those throughout these movies where, you know what I'm saying, we talk about it a lot, how somebody isn't really the main guy or the main person, but whenever they get on the screen, they tend to steal the show. Or they, you know what I'm saying, they have those moments that stick out more than others. Like in Iron Man, when um when uh Tony goes to save Pepper, you know what I'm saying, they land on the roof and he just sitting there and he like, you know, what took y'all so long? You know what I'm saying? They all talking, they get the kids and he like, you know, get your own roof. You know, it's like just having those little jokes, like his performance in these movies, you know what I'm saying? They really stand out. He really does a great job with, you know what I'm saying, bringing these characters to life. And in a weird way, I don't know if you feel like this too, and I'll let you go after this, but I I don't know if you feel like this too, but to me, it's always like whenever he's in a role, it never feels like it's him. You know what I mean? Like, you know how like some people, they'll, they, they, they'll take a role. Like for instance, like with Denzel, right? Okay. Denzel will take a role and we know it's, we know that, you know what I'm saying? It's Denzel or whatever, but it was like it feels like it's Denzel playing a character because he's so good at what he does. Like it's not like he's it's not like he's just this same character every time because he's not. We know that, but I'm saying like <clears throat> we could because Denzel is so good. 
because he adds certain things to these characters. It's like you feel like Denzel does this in real life, but with this specific with this particular character, he's he's making sure it stands out. With Don Cheadle, it seems as if like each character is different and it's not Don Cheadle. You know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. And I think with Denzel, as great as he is, Denzel has played a cop a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when you think about Don Cheadle, it's kind of like, yo, what has he played a lot of? You know what exactly. I mean? He he He's so all over the spectrum where you can't really – look. Denzel Washington could never be in a box. The only box that he could be in is greatness. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. But Don Cheadle does so many roles that are all over the place. I see what you're saying, how you can't really tie him into a certain type of thing. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I didn't realize this, um, but be, his role wasn't big in it. But like he played in like Hamburger Hill in 1987, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, for the people that don't know, Hamburger Hill is just basically, you know, it's a Vietnam movie. You know, yeah. around this time, a lot of Vietnam movies was coming out. But like this was the one they call it Hamburger Hill because like that was the, the that like Americans kept getting like the Vietnam people was punishing them on this hill. Like they yeah. just could not conquer this hill. Then eventually they ended up. You know, making their way to the top and killing everybody, and like basically that's what the movie ends. But like Don Cheadle's in that, and then next thing you know, he's in Colors. You know what I'm saying? Playing Rocket, where he's playing a, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the head of the uh, of the Crips. Yeah. So it's kind of like <clears throat> you want to talk about a, a flip of a coin, like <laughs> that's two totally different roles back yeah. to back. Yeah. So it's kind of like he's able to. To come over here to the MCU, you know what I'm saying, to play roles, but then he can come over here and be thieves with the Oceans franchise. Mm-hmm. So then it's just like you you cannot tie this man in a box. Like right. literally. Like his career is so all over the place where it's it's gotten to a point where it's kind of like <laughs> it's gonna be fun. This is fun. He's kind of like OJ, man. <laughs> OJ Simpson? Yeah. Okay. Explain <laughs> this. Okay, what? check this out. Check this out. So you remember, so you remember in the um in the Made in America joint, right? Yeah. Where like OJ was, you remember the part where OJ was sitting at the table and they was like, yo, they was like OJ over there sitting with all the niggas. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, he said, but did you hear that, though? He said, OJ was like, he wasn't offended that the mm-hmm. white man said, nigga, he was like, look, you called, you labeled me as OJ. Yeah. So he was like, you distanced me from them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and what I mean by that is like Don Chino have done so many roles where they're all over the place, like we can't tie yeah. him into anything. Yeah. And like I said earlier, not to be mistaken, people, the only box Denzel can fit in is greatness. But at the same yeah. time, he's played a lot of cops. <clears throat> right. You know what I'm saying? He's played a cop of the FBI agent like a bunch of times. So, you know, it's kind of like we've seen him, even though every version of him playing a cop has been different. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he's still a cop. And it's just and like. We, and we tend to see him in a lot of dramatic roles. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't we don't really get a chance to see Denzel playing in um a comedic role or yeah. you know what I'm saying or even playing you know what I'm saying like even playing in a comedic movie you know what I'm saying or you know maybe something like something that's sci-fi or something like that like we don't get a chance to see him in even those, romantic movies. I mean now he done had some romantic movies now. Oh, well he does romantic things but he it's never been a situation where like he's like this was a romantic movie. I don't know, man. That seemed like more like a struggle movie to me. <laughs> but Fences I mean, I get about, what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But it was it was about a man and his wife and his son, right? 
Yeah, but I don't know. I'm talking about like him trying to get a girl, like trying to get the girl to fall uh, well, in love with him. Like we shit. don't. We first off, that don't count. You can't do that with Denzel because all the girls want Denzel. It would be a movie <laughs> like it would more so be a movie of him trying to fight women off. You know what I'm saying? You don't. You can't make a movie like that with Denzel. That's not believable. Okay. So that would not be. You know? <laughs> like, we know this, man. Denzel got Denzel always got the ladies, man. We already know that part. But with Don Cheeto, man, like I think it's dope because like he can he's he's had so much range. And and, and before you guys, you know what I'm saying, finish listening, this is not a comparison of Denzel yeah. Washington and Don Cheeto. This is more like basically giving you examples of where we feel like Don Cheadle can get to towards the end of his career. Um, I think that he's definitely going to be one of the greats. I think that he's definitely going to be up there with a Denzel Washington, a Morgan Freeman, a James Earl Jones, you know what I'm saying? Like because of his range and what he's done, like for instance, we, we don't even give him credit for playing, which I don't think anybody has done yet, but he played an algorithm in Space Jam. He didn't even play a real character. He played an algorithm yeah. <laughs> in Space Jam. You know what I'm saying? Like that that in itself, like I, I just would like to know what the preparation was for that because there there's no you don't have an algorithm to to research and go see and, and what it is to be able to put that into action and say, okay, this is what an algorithm does. This is what an algorithm, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't, you don't yeah. have that. So for him to be able to create that character and then, you know what I'm saying? Even though he wasn't really playing in the movie with a lot of characters, it's even to me, I feel like it's a little bit harder because he's doing it with green screen. He's doing it with CGI. He's doing the voiceover. Like he's doing a lot of different work and, on top of that, he's acting voiceover and like he's adding those two together. He got CGI going like it's a bunch of different things happening in this movie. And he still put on a great performance to where you like, oh, man, like even though it's not the original Space Jam, it held up pretty good. Like I think the new Space Jam was, you know, what I'm saying pretty decent. Um, but then you get a movie to where, <clears throat> you know, what I'm saying like he's playing a dramatic role like in um you know what I'm saying when he was doing the um the goat movie the Earl uh Man of Goat movie. Man Goat, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for him to play that role, you know what I'm saying? It's a it's really a, a timepiece about a player, you know what I'm saying, a historic movie basically. And he even in that, you don't you don't feel like you know what I'm saying? This is Don Cheadle. You start to b- look at it like, yo, this dude Earl Manigault was a beast. You know what I'm saying? Like, even even me yeah. watching that movie, when I got done watching that movie, I was like, yo, I had to go find out who the fuck Earl Manigault was because that's how great of a job he did. You know what I'm saying? To be able to, For him to be able to portray this person who not a lot of people knew about and to be able to put his life in on the screen and give it and actually bring it to life. So, you know what I'm saying? People could learn about him. I thought that, you know what I'm saying? Him being able to do that was good. So, you know what I'm saying? To be able to see him play all of these different roles and not necessarily even, a, you know what I'm saying? Like just having a consistent role that he's in. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. me personally, anything that's like a time period piece where like it's like the 70s or 80s in that, and he's playing that, I love him in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rebound, man, that, that was one of those movies, like, if you weren't from New York, you know what I'm saying, you didn't really mm-hmm. know who Earl Mandigo was, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, Uncle Washington was able to speak, to, you know, speak to me about, you know, Mandigo, right. and how, you know, he was, like, the first person that that people kind of, like, seen with their own eyes to be under six foot and dunk, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, for us, for the world, you know, it was spelled well for us, you know, for the world, yeah. but, like, for New York, they're like, yo, there's this one kid that's, you know, he got like a 50-something inch vertical, you know, and he's a junkie, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like, as far as like, I mean, you're talking about timepieces, man, like like a movie like Rosewood, you know, yeah. that he played with Vin Rains. He was Sylvester. And, yeah, he was Sylvester, and, and, <clears throat> and, you know, the way he had to carry out, you know, after the people came and, you know, shot his moms and everything. 
Mm-hmm. And um, what Rosewood was, you know, for the people that don't know, like this was uh, down in Florida where, uh, you know, same old shit where a black person was accused of uh, raping a white woman. And um, so they really kind of burnt this town down. Like it was a it was a black town. People was people was thriving. People was making their own money. Money was staying in the neighborhood. It wasn't as it wasn't. <laughs> as successful as like a black wall street but like black people was making money in rosewood and well it was a it was a self-sustaining neighborhood well, it was a self-sustaining town i'm saying neighborhood it was a self-sustaining town in yeah. florida where they didn't really you know what i'm saying like they didn't really need anybody or any you know yeah. what I'm saying, anything for real they kind of you know what i'm saying made sure that they was you know what i'm saying living off of each other and and it was farming and um, people had their own businesses and stuff like that. They were really a, a true self-sustaining town. Yeah, and um, and then it, it all went away because you know a white woman didn't want to admit that she was cheating on her husband. You know what I'm yep. saying? So she just blamed it on the black man. So even him playing that role, you know, that was a timepiece. And you know, he he's just he he always finds a way to to mold himself into. The character and that's that's putting it perfectly. That's exact. You you just said what I've been trying to say this whole time. Exact. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, like it, he's. I mean, very good at it. And I mean, and, and so that ended up coming out. And like, so I mean, so you have a movie like he does Earl the Man of Goat. You know, what I'm saying in Rebound in '96. You know, what I'm saying Devil in the Blue Dress in '95. You know, what I'm saying that he yeah. did with Denzel or whatever, whatnot. But then even to have something like Meteor Man in two, oh, 2000, in 1993, yep. you know what I'm saying, with Robert Townsend, which Robert Townsend people need to know, funded and did that movie himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Meteor Man is like not even a hood classic, but like a black classic. Right. You know, for, for what he was able to do to, to create a black superhero. Hero. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a black hero, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And he played Goldilocks in there. You know what I'm saying? We had the blonde yep. hair and shit. Yep. But like he, within getting in all of these roles, man, it, it's kind of like I, I feel like at this point, like he still didn't hit his stride. You know what I'm saying? Even playing in a you know a smaller role. You know what I'm saying? In the movie Volcano, you know, I'm into shit like that. Like, I watched that movie because I'm into, I guess you could say, disaster movies. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't even really. Yo, I forgot about that. It's more of like, way. man, it's, it's more of like being fascinated with nature and all the shit mm-hmm. that the earth can do. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Volcano was crazy. Like, the man, that one scene. What a what a uh, what a lava was coming down the street, and then the tires started busting because the ground was so hot. And it's just like, yo, boy, can you imagine, man? It was one scene where my man was trying to walk through that shit, man, and his shoes started melting. Lava ain't no joke, boy. Lava is not no joke. But look, we got to get into it, man. You know what I'm saying? 1997, he had a big year. Rosewood, the volcano, and the all time, the boogie night. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, look, people got to stop sleeping on Boogie Nights, man. Boogie mm-hmm. Nights was Boogie Nights was my joint. Boogie Nights was a was a movie about this man in the porn industry where porn was I don't know necessarily making a term, but it was just more of like, you know, he, he wanted to take this young kid, you know what I'm saying, Mark Wahlberg, who was really coming off of, you know, being Marky Mark, was really was really a rapper. See, people forget we are every time we say who's the best rapper turned movie star, mm-hmm. we always forget about Mark Wahlberg, man. We forget about Marky Mark. No, we don't. <laughs> Is that because no, you don't consider don't. him a rapper? Is that why? No, because Mark Wahlberg has a streaky uh, uh a streaky catalog of movies. Like, like later Mark Wahlberg. Great. He got a great catalog of movies. Early Mark Wahlberg? Eh, not so oh, much. Oh, alright. And I'm going right, to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. And another reason is, he's not even the best Wahlberg actor. You like Donnie better? Come, 
Come on, bro. Listen, Donnie, I like that. Donnie, ain't, uh, uh, Donnie and Blue Bloods? Come on, man. Now, see, this is the thing. See, I, I never really got into Blue Bud, right? Mm-hmm. But hold on, man. Now now you got me. Hold on with y'all. We're going to get bro. Gonna, and Donnie was on New. Here. And Donnie, was, Donnie is the most famous Wahlberg. Nah, that you is. You got New Kids on the Block. No. That that is he was bro, in New Kids on the Block, but new, dude, he new is Kids not on the Block the was way bigger than Marky Mark, bro. Don't do that. Well, Marky Mark, yeah, Marky Mark, yes, but movie wise, no, dude, on, bro. He in Blue Bloods. I hear you. So you got Fear in '96, Boogie mm-hmm. Nights in '97. Mm-hmm. All right, I was big on this. I don't know if everybody else was, but he did uh, the Corruptor. I thought the Corruptor. Any anytime you say anytime you got a preface, I was big on this. I don't <laughs> know if anybody else because, was. No, I'm telling you, come on, man. Because come on, listen, man. listen, listen, listen. I'm telling you, the Corruptor was fucking good, man. I'm, I'm sure it saying, was, but I'm saying anytime you have the preface, movie. okay, that, that lets you know. Okay, all right. Three. He did Three Kings, and that was good. That's where he it did, started. He did the perfect storm in 2000. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He did Planet of the Ages in 2001. That's where he continued to get good. All right. So, Italian Job, 2003. Yep. Which that's I think where, we did that on this podcast. That was, that was the, that's where, that was when his star rose. Okay. Then you got Four Brothers in 2005. Yep. yep. Then you got um, Invincible and you got Departed the same year. Invincible was stupid. But, you got departed. Don't do invincible like that, man. man it was all right. It, yeah, all right. Then you yeah. got shooter. You got shooter in 2007. We on mm-hmm. a night in 2007. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We always talk shit. This might be what you're talking about. Now, I need to go back. People keep telling me I need to go back and watch the happening. They said that I, I could have just been mistaken in it. But Max Payne, which right. I thought, I think everybody thought Max Payne was going to be dope as fuck. And it kind of. If you played the game, you definitely thought it was. Okay, so then you got Lonely Bones, which I went into that. Mm-hmm. All right, so then you got Date Night, the other guys. That's where it did. started, right there. That's that's where it took off. Like it took off a little bit where Four Brothers and them was, but like other guys, oh man, it was going from there. Transformers <laughs> after that, like he was doing everything. Oh no, no. See, you skipping. See, I said what came the after other guys. Okay, so the other guys, uh, same year he did. Uh, he did the Fighter. All right, so yep. then you got Culture Band. And Ted in the same year. Boom. He out of there. All right. So then you got Broken City, Pain and Game. Pain and Game was hilarious. Come on, I'm bro. sorry. That Come shit on, was hilarious. Come on, bro. Then you got Two Guns and Long mm-hmm. Survivor. Then you get. Two Guns was fire him and Denzel. Okay, my I fault, y'all. Uh, yeah, lost internet. Um, okay. so then you got uh, you got the gambler, you got Ted two, you got mm-hmm. Daddy's Home, mm-hmm. you got Deep Water Horizon, Patriots Day. Then um, let me see. So then, no, you already got one Transformer joint. I skipped that mm-hmm. one. That one came out in two thousand and fourteen. Then the other one came out two thousand seventeen. Then you got Daddy's Home. Mm-hmm. You got Mile Twenty Two, which was dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mile Twenty Two was dope. Uh, Spencer Confidential. Then Fire. to me, this is when it kind of started. You know what I mean? Filtering down for what you had said, but like, dude, Mark Wahlberg got a fucking mean catalog, man. I don't no, know what he about. He does have a, he does have a great catalog. All I'm saying is, Marky Mark was never bigger than New Kids on the Block, and Donnie that's is in Blue true. Bloods. Donnie has been in Blue Bloods forever, bro. I understand it, but I, I guess you have and, and Donnie has done some movies too. Yeah, he did one movie we did. Um uh Dead Silence. He was in Dead yeah. Silence. He was a cop. All I'm saying is And he was in Saw. He was in like what all I'm saying is all I'm saying is when we go back and, and we check the track record, bro, Donnie Wahlberg may be the biggest Wahlberg. <sighs> we gotta disagree on that one. I like <laughs> Donnie. Saying, bro. I like Donnie, but I don't know. Um, but okay, right? So I was at oh, I was at Boogie Nights, mm-hmm. and so he plays Buck and Boogie Nights, the all time part. Yo, 
is just the turn of events of what happened to Buck. So Buck goes to uh, he goes to the, he starts dating this one girl, and so he goes to uh, to the bank to get this loan because he has an idea. I can't remember. He wanted to open up this uh, this record, not a record store, but a, a place to sell like speakers and shit. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't give him a loan because his previous occupation was being a porn star. Yeah. So they was like, we don't want to get into business with you. So later on in the movie, you know, he's all mad about not being able to get the loan. So he goes to this place to buy donuts, and then somebody coming in there and robs the the donut place, right? So mm-hmm. somebody goes, well, they come in there, they get the money, and the the person that they robbed shot him, and then the other guy fired back at the same time, so both of them motherfuckers died, and he was able to scoop up the money. So he got the money yeah. that he needed to start his damn uh his stereo joint. You know what I'm saying? For somebody robbing the damn donut shop where he was at. But mm-hmm. just like, just being like in Boogie Nights, where he was really like the only like, well, it was, it was like maybe like three black people in Boogie Nights. Yeah. But like, he was the most important one that was in it. And like, even with being in that, being that environment, he still was able to blend in just as well. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. it's wild how how Don Cheadle can can get a role and it's like as good as he is, and this is not a, a, a slight when I say this. It's like he never really steals a scene, but he's never fucked up a scene. You know what I mean? Like yeah, or or he's never been like the to me, what I like about Don Cheadle the most, right, is you know how with certain actors, because they don't have the necessary, like, range or whatever, they feel like the one black person in the movie. Yeah. Don Cheadle never feels like that, like the black guy in the movie. He always feel he always feels like, and even though you know he's the black guy in the movie, it yeah. just doesn't feel that way. Like to me, he he has such a skill set that he kind of transcends that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you you kind of look at everybody else like, yeah, he kind of he kind of showing y'all up. Even though, like you said, he don't necessarily he ain't still in the scene, but he's doing so well in this movie. It's like you can't really be mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like it's. <clears throat> It's it's like he, and I remember he, he was he was speaking on doing Crash, mm-hmm. and he was like, "This is the thing that people t- seem to mis misunderstand about Crash." He was like, "Some people can watch Crash and be like, yo, like it's a terrible movie,' mm-hmm. and then he was like, and they're right.'" And he was like, and there's some people that can watch it and be like, yo, this is a phenomenal movie. He was mm-hmm. like, and they're right. He was like, Crash was, he was like, it was a middle of the road movie. Yeah. And he was just like. But it was great, though. I'm on the other side. I, well, not necessarily. Okay. It wasn't a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It was, to me, it was cool. And what I didn't like about Crash was all the acclaim that it got. Because I was like, I didn't think that it was deserving of all the acclaim that it got. Really? But I did not. Yes. I was on that side. Not that it wasn't good. I was just like, all right. For it to be nominated for as much stuff that it was nominated for, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't get that part of it. I mean, so, as, as, far as, the, the, as far as the story, the cast, and... And basically everything that that kind of happened around it, like for the cast to be what it was and then for the story to be as good as it was, because the story kind of told you one big story through all of these different POVs. But it all, you know, what I'm saying melded together and kind of wrapped around. And it was like, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was such a clever way to do a movie that I don't think we've ever seen a movie done like that before. And if we have, it wasn't to that caliber. That's why I think it was such a great movie. Cause it was like, damn, you kind of, you know what I'm saying? You kind of see how all of this shit is connected, even though they don't even like it, it breaks it down to where it doesn't even show you that 
in the beginning, you just kind of think you'd seen it from, you know what I'm saying, different points of view. And you like, well, what does all this got to do with each other? And then finally, when it breaks down and shows you everything, it's like, damn, this was a pretty good movie. Yeah. I mean, look, I feel you. Like, I, I didn't, for no, do not misunderstand me. It wasn't yeah. a trash movie. It wasn't right. trash. Right. I was just like, okay, for all the stuff that is nominated for, like, for me personally, it wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Um, but but with it being said, that was a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. one movie that stands out to me, and I I think I said this to you before. Um, when we was having a Nicolas Cage conversation. Um, well, I mean, it wasn't really a conversation. We were just kind of speaking on Nicolas Cage, and I was just like, to me, like the movies that always come to mind is like Eight Millimeter, like the mm-hmm. National Treasure movies, and we all mm-hmm. we both agree on um. Uh, National Treasure, the, for sure. Um, the Ghost, we both agreed, but the Ghost Rider joints could have been way better. They were trash. Yeah. But what stands out to me is a movie that he did with Don Cheadle called The Family Man. Now, that's yeah, one, that was a great movie. Yo, I fucking love that movie. That was a not, great movie. Don Cheadle only, being an angel is hilarious. That is hilarious. Like, yeah. that shit was so fucking funny, but dog, oh my God. T. Leon, that was the best she ever looked in her whole entire life. Was in Family Man, but that's I don't know, man. She was wasn't she in uh fun with Dick was and ba- Jane? Wasn't that her in fun and Dick and Jane? I thought that was Renee Zellweger. Zellweger, Z- Hell, what's her name? That wasn't her. No, that wasn't Renee Zellweger. Hold on, go ahead. But I'm, I'm yeah, go up. ahead. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but him being an angel man, and, and yeah, and, that was her. Oh, okay. Um. Shit, the only other thing that I could like, like think off the top of my head, she was in the league in the league of their own. She was mm-hmm. one of the baseball players, and she was in uh Bad Boys, obviously. Um, but, but yeah, like him being an angel, and then the way that they met, that shit was funny. And like him, like being like a gangster, like, like that shit was so funny. Well, he was robbing the uh, robbing the <laughs> store. store. Yeah, yeah. He was, well, he wasn't robbing the store at first. He said he won the lottery, and the, and the dude, yeah, he didn't believe him, so he, he had to pull him. that on him. Yeah, so that that was just funny, but like, yeah, Nicholas Cage in that movie, man, he showed his ass in the, mm-hmm. fucking, the family man. But the family man, I would tell you something about that movie that is dope. Is getting a glimpse of what your life could have been if you made a different decision. Yeah, yeah. To me, that for first of all, let me ask you: Would you want that to happen to you? Because me personally, I'm one of the people of like, yo, there's certain shit I don't want to know. And it's like, would you want to experience like if you would have made one different decision and this angel is able to give you a glimpse of what your life would have been, would you want to see that? No, because if it's some shit to where like I end up hitting it big and then like I'm a multi-millionaire, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. Like, bro, you really showed me this? Like you, you could have just left this in the tuck, my man. You ain't had to show me. <laughs> I got to go back to what I'm living now. Nah, I'm good. I'm mm-mm. Because yeah. I'm gonna want to switch. I'm gonna want to switch places. Yeah, and see what he did was just well. The thing that was going to be different was they were too old for. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. But I know not necessarily because people are having kids like crazy now in their forties. Mm-hmm. But like his was just if he would have stayed with her, he would have been you know the salesman. Um, they would have had a you know a pretty decent life, but they would have had a, their you know two kids, a dog, and he was mm-hmm. a family man. But see, he was a bachelor who was like the top man working in stocks and all of that type shit, but he was able to... He was living know, life. Yeah, he, he was living life, but he was able to, you know, sit down and have a drink with her and see if they could recant. See, that thing was more of like that the girl. BS. What do you mean BS? I don't think it was BS. Dude, if you are... <laughs> This oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. <laughs> you heard this rich dude who's like at the top of his game in his career. I mean, like you, he got like Porsches. He living in on this beautiful beachfront property, and then he, this angel pops up out of nowhere. Like this is what you could have had. Listen, I, I know you ain't supposed to harm angels. 
But that's what you guys stick on the angel in the face. Like, sir, let me live my life. Just leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Man. Don't show me this. Man, man why, why you acting like you ain't never been in love, man? You know that's not the point. <laughs> I've also I've also been a bachelor with a little bit of money. You know what I'm saying? So I can imagine how it is if I had a lot of money. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, the bachelor life is, is pretty alright when you, if you got a lot of money. <laughs> being in love ain't ain't fun as being the bachelor. I can guarantee you that. Oh man. It de- for me, it depends on what they decide to use. Because like if they decide to use like if it was just like, yo, if you wouldn't have been sleeping in class all the time and didn't have mm-hmm. a 2.5 GPA, you could have went to here and this could have happened. And be yeah, like, you know don't, what? yeah, don't, don't, don't show me that. Don't show yeah, me that. I don't want to <laughs> know. What I'm saying. Like, yeah, now, if you, if you was like, if, if, if the angel came down and was like, man, you should be glad this happened because this is what your life could have been like. And then, like, I'm pushing a, a Kroger's grocery cart under a bridge with, with all my essentials in it so I can <laughs> sleep. Then I'm like, my man, I appreciate you. Thank you. But, like, anything outside of what anything bad that could have happened, don't show me nothing good that could have happened to me because then I'm going to just be sitting in life like, damn, bro, you know, you know what I could have been like, that would be my whole thing. <laughs> Like anytime something happened, like I'd be at work and I mess up. It's like, man, you just can't get it right. Shut up, nigga. You know what I could have been? Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Don't don't show me, don't show me nothing like that. Let let this be the greatest. Like I won't whatever I'm at now, let that be the greatest point to where I'm at at the current time. Don't let it be. Like man, you you could have been, you know, what I'm saying a uh, hundred thousand there. No, nah, get out of here, man. That's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> um, damn, yo, I didn't even remember him in Swordfish. Yeah, I, I think he had like a that. small part. Well, they get they got him in Rush Hour too. I remember. I, him I Rush remember Hour him because yeah. he he uh he knew Chinese. Yeah, uh, he had the Chinese white. He was like, yeah. he, was, he was like, hey man. I know what you said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, but but one movie that, you know what I'm saying, that I think kind of helped him, like, get that boost and really kind of not necessarily define his career, but kind of got his career to where he's, you know what I'm saying, it kind of established him as, like, one of those guys was Hotel Rwanda. And yeah. a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, excuse me, a lot of people seen it, and I'm sure now, like, a lot of people haven't seen it, but if you ever get a chance, definitely go back and um and watch that movie because not only is it a um not only is it a, a a light that that was shined on um what was actually happening in Rwanda at the time where I think it was the oh man I forgot what that what that army is called um hold on give me a minute give me a minute give me a minute why are you the looking Hutus. at that? Oh, it was the Hutus. Him. It was the Hutus in um in Rwanda, and they basically had just staged the coup and just kind of took over, you know what I'm saying, the government and the um and they basically just had a whole it was a whole thing where they were, you know what I'm saying, basically damn near on the brink of genocide for that whole country. And you know what I'm saying? For for him to be able to play that role and help tell that story, I think that was very, very important because we didn't we don't get a lot of movies like that. Um, especially movies where, you know what I'm saying, it's telling the story of people that look like us. So, you know what I'm saying, a movie like that is 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 very important. And for him to be able to take that role and, you know. And and bring light to that situation. I thought was super super dope. And then in the same year he did that, he also did Ocean's Twelve. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. That is a, a huge thing to go from a movie like that to then go to Ocean's Twelve. You know that's that's big. A lot of people don't get those opportunities, and for him to be able to, you know what I'm saying, get those roles, I think that was um, that was a major major thing in his career. And I I think that kind of helped catapult him into what he is today. I agree with you. And also, um, if I'm not mistaken, I know Denzel was one of the names. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think Will. So he was sitting down with the director of that movie. And um, and they said that, yo, if we can get one of these two guys, we're going to choose them over you. 
Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was he was so in love with the script. He was like, do whatever you need to do, but this movie needs to be done. Mm-hmm. He was more on the side of like this story needs to be told. Mm-hmm. If you feel that it's going to be better told without me, then do it. Yeah. So it ended up going to him, obviously. So he does the movie, right? And so then he's speaking with the director. He was he was like, we was at this dinner, and he said that the director was like, yo, if we don't get any Oscar nominations, I'm going to stop putting money into plugging this movie. Right. And he was like, wait a minute. Like, this movie is bigger than just, you know what I'm saying, winning an Oscar. Like, we need to, you know, get this movie out there. So, so the, you know, the story isn't a very important story. And he was saying that he was really, really disappointed with the guy with him saying that because he was just like, you know, this industry isn't just built on and about winning awards. He was like, right. you know what I'm saying? It's about the <clears throat> arts. It's about the stories that are being told, you know, and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, he, I, I think, I think that I could be wrong here, but I think he even said like, he never even really worked with this guy again because he kind of yeah. felt like that that was bullshit. But, um, but yeah, you're right, man. Like the uh, you know, the Ocean's Twelve joints, mm-hmm. um, you know, with them coming out, like those movies was a they was a thing. Like Ocean's yeah, Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve, and Ocean's Thirteen. Um, you know, they end up doing Ocean's Eight with the girls mm-hmm. and whatnot. Which yo, did you hear what Andrew said? Yeah, I'm re edit. Yeah, that shit. Was yeah, that was hilarious. hilarious. That was, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> but oh, I mean, like he, this is like we talking about a dude who's who's so good at what he does, bro. Like he has multiple franchises under his belt. You know what I'm saying? From the Ocean's franchises to the MCU Iron Man franchises to just the Avengers franchise, like that's huge. You know what I'm saying? From doing that to doing TV shows, commercials, um, you know what I'm saying? Remakes like this. this I mean, he's he's done he's done music videos. Um, he's done voiceovers, you know what I'm saying? For cartoons and, and, car- and animated movies like this. This dude really does it all, man. Dude, it's not only that, man. It's the fact that we spoke about earlier. He had so he got. House of Lies, which uh, ran from 2012 mm-hmm. to 2016, that was 58 episodes, right? Mm-hmm. So then you got what we talked about earlier, uh, Black Monday, which is, you know what I'm saying, one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I watch on there. That goes from 2019 to 2021. It ended up being 30 episodes. But like to be able to, you know, be on, you know, doing TV and doing movies, like, and then, like you said, the MCU, which is man, that that check is crazy. <laughs> Those checks are nuts. Crazy. And then, okay, look, hold on, man. we gotta talk about this, man. Now, I know that the story is out there. I didn't research it before we started, but. For the people that follows the MCU, we all know Terrence Howard was Rose in yep. Iron Man One. I, I feel like I've heard something where I don't know if like Empire or something came up or something. Something happened, and I don't know if like it's Terrence Howard. I think Terrence Howard turned down doing it. But not yeah, knowing so. what it was going to end up becoming, mm-hmm. because that was very early. Iron Man was, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, that was the kickoff to this. That was it like was the, early 2000. Yeah, it was the first like movie movie. Like mm-hmm. it's not in the time order because you know the the time order says, you know, what I'm saying Captain America: The First Avenger was first, and no, Captain Marvel was before that. No, you're right. It was Captain yeah, America yeah, yeah. and Captain Marvel. I'm sorry. Yeah, Captain Marvel, yeah. yeah. But, but, but 
kicked all of this off was Iron Man. Was Iron Man. Yep. And so I think that maybe Terrence Howell was like, oh, well, actually, because just- I've had this debate before, right? And I'm I'm checking this now. So I want to say, and I'm, let me check this. All right, cool. So I tell people all the time, I think that Iron Man came out after the Hulk. And I think the Hulk was the one that started all of this. Because there's a cut scene in the Hulk, the or the end credit scene in the Hulk, where Tony Stark is talking to Bruce Banner about, you know what I'm saying, getting into all this. So you're talking about the one with Eric Banner? No, the one with Ed Norton. So the one with Eric Banner didn't have nothing. Yeah, that one didn't have nothing. No, the one with Eric Banner was the worst. That was just that was just an incredible Hulk movie. Yeah, I don't know, man. I thought that one was like. No, he was fighting the big ass dogs. Yeah, man. That shit was trash, bro. (laughs) That shit was horrible. Man, man, you had my man. Um. That was his name, Nick Nolte. You know what I'm saying? When he bit the thing, and then he grew up to this big ass version of the okay, Hulk. Okay, so okay, so the Hulk came out after uh, Iron Man. So Iron Man was first. So I, I, I did lose that. I gotta call my dude and apologize. Let him know he's right. But yeah, Iron Man started all of this, but the Hulk was the second one after that. Yeah. And it's just like maybe he didn't think that this was gonna turn into what it turned into, mm-hmm. but now seeing it, it seemed like it fits um Don Cheeto better. But I guess that's because we've seen it play out. You know what no, I'm saying? Don Cheeto was gonna be better regardless. There was no way Terrence Howard was going to be a better Rhodes than Don <laughs> Cheadle. Hey, Tony, man, I'm on your left, man. No. <laughs> no. Hey, man, are you seeing all of these memes that are coming out and they put main on everything? Sp- the Spider-Man is my favorite one. <laughs> Spider-Man is my favorite one. Oh, yo, they tricked him. They got them. They got them with the DJ Slick back too. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> DJ man, DJ. They got them. They got them standing on the top of. Uh, they got them standing on the top of the subway train with his with the mask in his hand, talking about Terrence Howard and Spider Man. <laughs> like man, they are crazy, bro. Oh man, the internet strikes again, man. For sure. For sure. Uh-huh. But, but yeah, man, man, let's let's do this, man. Let's go ahead and get into um our top three. Okay. All right, man. So man, we gotta make some I gotta make a top three joint. This we is okay. Have a top three uh cut for the for the show. We gotta make that happen. Um so top three Don Cheeto movies, what do you got? Oh man, this this is really tough, man. Because you got the MCU joints. Um, it's it's hard to pick one out of there. Not even really that it's hard to pick one out of there. It's hard mm-hmm. not to make them your three. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you can just um, I'm gonna have to if I have to pick one of them, I I, I gotta go with Endgame. Okay. Um. So I'm I'm gonna get out of that lane. So I'm I'm gonna take Endgame. Um. I would have to go. Damn, this is tough because like when you start to think about all the movies, like he's not the lead in a lot of his movies, right? Especially the great ones. Um. Yo, this is a lot tougher than I thought. Um. I would have to say, yo, do I really want to go Boogie Night? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to go, 
Okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Family Man. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go. You know, for the performance that he did, I'm gonna do Talk to Me. I'm gonna say Talk to Me. I think okay. I think he killed that. I think he killed that. Um, it's it's really hard to go with one of the Ocean's movies, but I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go there. No, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna go there. It's hard, man. Because I, I was about to say I was I was about to say Iron Man too, but I was like, that's another MCU, man. I said I'm, I'm yeah. just gonna pick one of them. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go. With so that. I'm gonna go. Rebound, cause man, that that movie is is fire. Even though you know what I'm saying, he uh, he you know it was one of those. It was an HBO movie. I know it didn't get the the screenplay it was supposed to get, but it was still such a fire movie. Um, but definitely Rebound. I'm going Rosewood, and then for my last joint, I would probably have to go. Man, um, see, it's tough, man. He got a hundred. It really is, bro. It really is, bro. Um, I would probably have to go with. Brooklyn's finest. Brooklyn's finest was fire. Brooklyn's finest was good, and you know what, man? I I have not Brooklyn finest. I have not done this, man, but I gotta do it. Mm-hmm. I I said talk to me because he was the lead. Yeah, but I might have to bump that out for me. Uh, for Meteor Man, man. Meteor Man was my joint. Yeah, I know. I was I was edging on Meteor <laughs> Man, but I'm like I'm like nah, cause he had a role in it, but he wasn't really the the man. But that that scene where he did the karate joint and he was getting busy, can't be mad at that, bro. Yeah, that's what can't I'm saying, man. He, God, man, yeah. But yeah, those those are my three, man. So um man, uh let's get into the coming soon, bro. Let's do it. Coming soon to own on video and DVD. All right, man. On our next episode, we have a great documentary for you. I know you guys have seen Back to the Future, and if you haven't, you've heard the references of it or you know the references of it. But the most famous reference of all, man, is the DeLorean, the time machine that they use to go back in time, and it's actually a car. But we got a documentary about the creator of the car. That's right, the John DeLorean documentary. We cover that in the next episode, and, man, it is some things that – uh. Some things that get revealed in this documentary that are wild. Well, this will be my first time watching this. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing it, but I just, you know, never found the time to really get into it. So mm-hmm. this would be, be my first time watching this. So I got to let you take it from here. But basically, um, it talks about how the DeLorean was basically a one-of-a-kind car. And it kind of chronicles everything that John DeLorean went through to get the car made. Not only that, um, it kind of talks about a little foul play, you know what I'm saying, on the back end of of why we never got a continuation of the car until uh, recently. So, yeah, make sure you guys watch that. Then, you know what I'm saying, tune in for the next episode. You will enjoy it just like we are going to enjoy making the episode. Um but man, listen, if you guys like this, if you guys didn't like it, uh, you know, you want to just hit us up, tell us something, send us a suggestion, feel free to do so. Hit us up on our socials on Instagram and Twitter at View and Pod. You can also hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Um, and then if you want to hit me directly, you can find me on Twitter at Schools Bronson. I have a link tree in the bio. You can find me everywhere else there. And y'all can find me at uh, s.foster8 on Instagram and on Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That is just on IG. <clears throat> Follow the podcast, 28 Minutes or Less. It's on all major platforms. Man, your boy hit episode 100. 
um, where I did best sequels. Um, so uh, let me know what y'all think about some of the movies that I mentioned there in the top 10 that I gave in there. Um, so that's all I got, man. Cool, man. Cool. Um, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, your support is greatly appreciated. And until the next episode, man, like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut.